All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Alrighty, it is time for uh, the program. It is uh, Boomer, it's Pinder, it's uh, Warner, it's Barnburner, it's Flames Nation. It's uh, t- Tuesday. It's cold out, still cold out. It's well, March. Speak for yourself. It's March. What the H? You still got ice? You golfing? What's going on, Rat? It's crisp here. No, it's it's weirdly sunny blue skies. It feels a lot like Calgary today, but it has, I mean, it's zero. Yeah. Which is cold is it here oh for there yeah soft here for here soft new yorkers i don't feel cold at all look at oh look what arrived in the mail i was going to say Ah, yeah yeah. look at you all the bitching finally paid off toast it yeah that dude in the gym you can finally introduce yourself be like see i do the show with the flat you know yeah yeah you want to sign that blasty sleeveless yeah Maybe I should just trim the the arms off this bad boy. Just go full Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. Just full Belichick. Ah. Yeah. Uh, we got a show for you today. Frank Saravalli, he's in the wings. He's waiting. It's in the green room. That's right. He is waiting. He's going to join us here uh, momentarily. <laughs> we are in the Tower Chrysler on? Studios. I swung by Tower yesterday. Did you? I did. Slid by Tower just to uh, say hi ho and uh <laughs> are... ho everyone. hi you know, it's, I don't ever say I don't say hidely ho enough. I got to start doing it. More. You should, yeah. Well, you come around, we'll take you on a tour. We'll go say hidely ho to so many people. Yeah, you get your ass back get here. A lot we'll of be doing all kinds of hidely hoing, pressing flesh. 
kissing babies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You got a lot of that to do. But we're here in the Tower Crisis Studios. Days, Dean. I, I, yeah. Not pressing flesh anymore? <laughs> no, fl- no flesh? Just hugs? Mm-hmm. You're all about hugging now because I know how you loved hugging. Mm-hmm. I don't like hugging, hugging eh? He fucking hates hugging. Really? Yeah. What's wrong with him? I don't know. Look at him. Does that look like a guy that has emotion? Yeah. Too much emotion. Get in trouble. People shit talking me on social media. His heart, the color of his new hoodie. Just black as tar. Uh, Flames last night pull one out down in Dallas, where I hear it's a great town. Frank Cervelli was telling us about all the time he spent in Dallas. Really? Yeah. In the pre-show, we'll maybe well, get into stars. That. It's one of what uh, thirty to thirty-two markets. While he's been an insider, mm-hmm. so yeah, you, you know, gotta know the ins and outs, where around. to be, where not. A uh, a thrilling finish. I was telling Red on Afterburner last night, sitting at my little kind of station, my little, little work area there. Yeah. Got everything, and I got oh. the TV. Watching the game. So, well, here we go to overtime. I'm just going to refresh my memory on this overtime oh, record. And as I break, as I do one of these, I see on the screen Calgary five, Dallas four. Like four seconds left or whatever. Hmm. What'd you miss there? Pivot back and because uh, it's just on a slight delay. Ah, oh, I see. I was going to say. Do you have and there's there? the pass. How is this going to work? Because it's in the corner behind Markstrom. How is this yeah. going to happen? And then zing, zong, back of the net, game over. It's a nice pass from you. a lovely finish yeah. from Foley. Didn't see it coming. Tough dog. Damn boy. Damn boy. Five four flames win it in the process, ending a what uh, five game slide? Yeah, yeah. Winless? Is that a slide? Yeah, he gets points. Right? Oh, yeah. Still sliding. Still winless. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, a back to back, a tough foe awaits them as we St. saw Paul. on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Oof, snoozy. They are Be not better on a, than that. Please, please. They're not on a slide. The, uh, the wild. They're no, on the opposite. No. They're on that heater that the Flames need to get on. That's right. Yeah. No, they were mm-hmm. on a slide about a month ago, but they've uh, pulled up their socks. They certainly since. have, Ryan. Yeah, they certainly have. We'll talk about all that coming up. We'll get into the game, but um, Frank Cervelli is our NHL insider to get, uh, to get all the dirty sort of details of Dallas, Texas, our NHL insider, Frank Cervelli. Good morning, Frank. Good day, Frank. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not going there. No, hey. Yeah. Okay. It's up to you. Your choice. I mean, look, it's a good thing my wife's not a hockey fan, so she'd never be watching or listening to Barnburner, but sure. Yeah, just I, I had an extended run in my life where I was, uh, you know, 23 years old and just happened to meet a 47-year-old on a plane who lived in Texas and would make some frequent round trip trips back in the day. So mm. it was uh, it was a fun time in my life in Dallas. Wow. Well, I think it's pretty presumptuous. That's actually literally how what my my buddies referred to her literally as Dallas. Yeah. How's Dallas doing? Going yeah. to see Dallas. See, I would have called yeah. her Debbie, but I Debbie, mean, yeah, for sure. Everyone do their I don't know how she felt about Dallas. Um well maybe Debbie was there too. Who knows? Debbie, Dallas. I don't know what Frank does in his off time. And pretty presumptuous that you think your wife isn't watching. Uh come on. Oh she She's definitely not watching. She, does, she has no idea what I do. It's the best. A couple pieces of beefcake on the program, like yeah. Boomcat and the Redster. Come on now. Damn, She's boy. just got this thing on mute. She's sure. loving it. She might check in. She might check in. How do you think? No. You see Rhett there in his new, uh, his new hoodie? 
I, I I heard he was shirtless this morning cooking some bacon. Wow. What? Good sources. It's the only way to cook bacon. You'll ruin your shirt if you don't have Insider Insider says Rhett was cooking bacon it's shirtless. the only way to cook. Yeah, if you're not splattering oil at 400 degrees on your chest, what are you doing? See, I just thought you were it naked with an apron. Up. I thought that's the bare rack, your hog hanging out, with, but just the, the apron on. You could get yeah. very badly burned. My right? No, I had my G-string on, and that was yeah. in front of the oven, and away we went. It was good. The apron says, kiss the cook. It's just so desperate. The cook? Um, cook? Friday, trade deadline day. All for, Again, sources telling, uh, telling us, good job on the, uh, the marathon on Daily Faceoff. You and your crew, good job. We, we had a day. Yeah, we, we tried to keep it on the rails. Jay, Jay Rosehill, I'm telling you, Calgary firefighter, you need to get him in studio. I don't know he's, if he'd the guy's, sink to our level. He's, he's an, Leafs nation, you know. He, he's an absolute beautician, and I'll tell you this. Uh, there were a couple times when I felt like I needed to distance myself from the program as the program was ongoing on Friday. You know, we get the uh, – the brother swap, the Oof. Nick for Brett Ritchie trade. And I said, oh, man, it's amazing. You think about this, you know, they can just, you know, one can move right into the other guy's condo. And, and you know, Rosso, without missing a beat, pipes up and he goes, oh, could you imagine if these two guys are wife swappers too? Jesus. Brother swap. Like, I'm like, I am not, not here. You're not getting that on with James Duffy. You know what I mean? That's not the stuff you're getting with. And uh, we don't have commercials. So, I mean, right. look, sounds like a win. How's the insider cam? You hammer like yeah. some sort of a Philly cheesesteak at halftime there? Or what? It's four hours. It's a big broadcast. Yeah, look, you just just get through it. Uh, no one needs to see me eat. It's uh, it's not polite. So what happened with uh, James Van Riemsdyk? I don't want to go into it because it's ancient history in a way. By the time people listen or watch this, uh, it's days and days gone by. But you're in Philly, and just from what I've been reading, it sounds like Fletcher is getting dragged by the fans that he got nothing oh. for JVR in the end. Yeah, he's gotten absolutely smashed. And the reaction from the Flyers has been, well, you guys are making too big a deal of this. Mm. And my counter to that would be, you missed a 10-day window to move him, and it wasn't on Friday in which the trigger should have been pulled. An accurate read of the market would have been, we're going to take a third-round pick for this guy as Tarasenko goes off the board and Patrick Kane goes off. The there were so many wingers on the move that with some financial salary cap considerations on James Van Riemsdyk, $7 million, you can't sit there and say, well, we're going to ask for a second and a third you need to find a way to move the player for whatever you can get your hands on so that you're not left holding the bag. And I will say, in fairness to the Flyers, it's also a little bit of an indictment that James Van Riemsdyk didn't go on the rest of the league, that they weren't as creative as a team like the Minnesota Wild were, waiting until 2.45 Eastern time to grab John Klingberg for a fourth-round pick. Oof. I mean, they had the cap space, they weaponized it, and they added what was – you know, in, in previous years, believed to be a premier defenseman for next to nothing. The Wild looked like a playoff team. Where were the rest of these teams as as the Flyers were sitting there with nothing in their hands at 245 to do the same with James Van Riemsdyk? 
Or maybe that's an indicator of how hot the market was for James Van Riemsdyk. We talked about it yesterday. I think in his last 12 games, he's got one goal or something, not exactly upping his trade value. Yeah, but look, he's still one of the better net front scorers in the league. His hand-eye coordination, he's got Joe Pavelski-like tipping skills, um, and he's not afraid to stand there and take the abuse. He's never been fast. Uh, that's never been his calling card. But if you actually watch him up close, there's facets to his game that make him valuable to a playoff team. And I, you know, it was a miss all the way around. It was a miss for teams not stepping up at the last minute, but it was a bigger miss for the Flyers not not shipping him out 10 days ahead of time. We talked about this on the show a little bit yesterday, and Red, I don't want to speak for you, and I don't know how much of it was just kind of you, you know, tongue-in-cheek or, or joking about it, but we saw John Cooper bench the three stars with the Lightning, Point, Kucherov, Stamkos, in Buffalo on the weekend. They respond with a 6 nothing beatdown by Carolina. No shots on goal for Stamkos. I think Point had one shot on goal. No shots in the second. Four through 40 minutes. A dismal effort, and... You just feel like they're they're kind of that bulletproof team, right? John Cooper, he's one of the best coaches, and they got one of the best goalies, one of the best teams, and all of that. Is 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 there something? Is there something there, Rhett? You said maybe they're tired of each other. They're tired of him. I don't want to speak for you. What your your take on it? Well, he's Can't hear you, buddy. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Typically, I I praise. Cooper for benching them, but I would have expected to have seen a way better effort. And when you don't get it, it, it makes me go, there's hmm. something deeper going on here. And are they getting sick of him? I mean, time will tell, I guess. And it sounds odd to think that way with three straight Stanley Cup finals appearances or whatever, but the team that's been yeah. lauded as just first class and wonderful. But you do get sick of each other. Every coach, everyone has a shelf life. And I also feel like this is a team that's played so much hockey the last five years that, yep. you know, <laughs> you can't help but think there's going to be some eye rolling at regular season stuff. And I don't know that it's like, oh, no, they don't know how to play playoff hockey. They've been kicking their feet up. It feels like they're on a collision course with Toronto. There's not really a lot of upward downward movement available. I'd understand some fatigue, but I also understand from John Cooper's perspective, you can't let that slide. I can't, my, my gut would be these guys are on the same page when it matters, like April 18 or whenever this postseason tournament's going to start. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, Frank, your thoughts? <laughs> I, I would say on a, on a level of 1 to 10, my concern for the Tampa Bay Lightning is somewhere around a 6.5 or a 7. Yeah. And I do share some of the same concerns as Rhett. Like I don't, I didn't even view Saturday as so much of a benching as much as it was a, Hey, we're not winning this game. Uh, we are, we're punting for Sunday. And when you come out Sunday and you get waxed by the hurricanes, that is certainly a bit of, of an alarming trend. Um, but I, I share some of the same you know, considerations as Pinder in the sense that this team has proven that they can flip the script when it comes to the playoffs because uh, flip the switch. They, they've got that ability to turn it on and off. The last couple regular seasons have more or less been meandering. And I do think there's also a, a, a fact, facsimile, a faction, whatever you want to call it, of truth, a, a shred of truth in the idea that 
John Cooper at some point is wearing old. Like we are in like three weeks, we're approaching 10 calendar years of John Cooper behind the Tampa Bay Lightning bench. That is an almost unprecedented run in NHL history. And I'd have to think back how many coaches actually were on the same bench for longer than 10 years. Like you're talking Barry Trotz. How many other guys have done it? The list is not super long. Lindy Ruff. I mean, maybe how, how many people hit 10, 10 years? Not, not that many. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm kind of with you. I don't know if I'm at a six or a seven. I just because history has taught us, uh, don't be foolish when it comes to the Lightning. They are programmed to get it done. Their goalie is still all world, but that's uh, I, I'm with you. At some point, there's just fatigue, and beyond that, there's some other good teams around them. It, it could be no fault of their own if they don't go to a Stanley Cup final this year. I just thought it was interesting, not the benching, but the response, and I think they'll be just fine. I was just curious your your take on that, given Rhett's. Uh, comments on it from yesterday that that's why i would say the it's the lightning were as aggressive as they were because they're reading the market with you know the tanner Genot trade and they're saying if we don't win this year or next year how soon is it that teams like the devils and eventually the sabers and the ottawa senators are they're going to pass us by and so we have to take advantage while we can I love the Tanner's you know trade. I know everyone was sort of blasting it, saying, you know, has Julian Brisebois finally lost the plot? And my point and, and response to that would be because of how aggressive they've been, they've got this two to three year window until Hedman's contract is up. And once that happens, you know, two years from now, whenever that is, Stamkos is out the door. I bet you they trade off Point, Kucherov, Vasilevsky, every guy that they could possibly move and don't have this slow bleed out like the Nashville Predators did for five years where you languish in the NHL's murky middle. Get to the bottom as quickly as you can and get all those picks back that you just traded away for all of those star players and find a way to reboot in three years instead of seven. So it sounds like what a smart team would do, doesn't it? Jeez. We talked to you, I guess it was leading into the, because we talked to you both the the quick trade to Columbus and you had said, ah, something's going to probably spin here. And he does end up in Vegas for Rob Blake. Is this, he can't be happy with how it ends up. He started it. It's his thing. He has no control over it, but the fact that Jonathan quick could come back and stick it in this took us. It's uh it's mouthwatering to think it's not likely to happen in round one, but a collision Good. course between the Kings and the golden Knights would be terrific uh, theater. Now, all of a sudden, I got to be honest, I, I and I don't know what he thinks. I, I can't imagine that he gives a shit. You don't think there's the any part I of say him that, is, that, that I, thinks he's good? I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't know. Yeah, I would rip, say, rip. look, there's when you're sizing up the market, this is always part of your, you know, how does this, you know, end up looking bad for me? That's certainly there. There's only a few teams that were in the market for a goalie, and the King and the uh, Golden Knights were one of them. So, in, in an odd way, they actually probably feel really good about it because they've made the clear determination that Jonathan Quick is a number three goalie in this league, and they're saying to themselves, "We've watched this guy up close for a long time now. We know he doesn't have it left. Congratulations and good luck." Vegas Golden Knights trotting out Jonathan Quick, who we believe is a third goalie, as your number one option. 
How about their goalies? All they need to do is get hot for two weeks. Crazier things have happened. That they have been it's at the voodoo. top it's of voodoo that position. That's right. That they've been at the top of that division with Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson and Laurent Brassois. They're just, they really haven't missed a beat. They're using a third stringer most who's going in there. It's well, I mean, think about it, you know if, if Edmonton got another one. gets their shit together and win the division, they're on first round collision. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I mean Seattle will have to be in there somewhere, but I, it's not outlandish at all that those could square off, and I think that'd be great fodder. So where are we at now? Trade deadline has come and gone. So many, we talked about it last week, what, 12, 13 first-rounders moved. Pretty much every contender or perceived contender made some sort of move in the East. It sure feels like that's the the, the balance of power. Boston is still seemingly the team to beat. Um, now what is, what is your focus as an insider? What teams are you watching? What potential storylines could be kind of lurking in the weeds here over the next couple of weeks, aside from just straight-up playoff chase? Well, it cracks me up to hear the, all the talk about the East because – I do think it's it's going to be a steel cage death match to get through it. But at the same time, you could just as well see Colorado and Edmonton square off again in the Western Conference final, McDavid against McKinnon. And you, you, you look at it and you go, I'm, I'm not entirely certain that neither one of those teams is is worse than anyone in the East. Like, I, I, who knows? It's such a weird year. Everyone's down on the West and all of a sudden the West wins. Like, who that's kind of the way I see it, or I'm looking at it from my end. Um, and also just the path to the final, it just feels a little bit more wide open in the West. And, and that goes not just for those two teams, but for anyone, really. Like, would I be absolutely floored if I woke up in June and Dallas or Winnipeg or one of those teams was was in the Stanley Cup final? I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Um, but, you know, the, the way the East is shaping up, I mean – it's, it's sort of bananas to think about, you know, two of the Devils, Rangers, Canes, you know, Bruins, Lightning, and Leafs, two of those six are out in round one, guaranteed. What's happened to Winnipeg? They've only got two wins in their last 10. Last night, they allow a goal in the final, what, quarter minute to tie it, fall on overtime to San Jose. Uh, it, it's been a tough sledding for a while there. What, what's happened to them? Yeah, it's been a six-week slide and 10 games, 38 goals against. That's not going to get it done. And part of that, uh, you know, I I shudder to think of, of even being critical of Connor Hellebuck because that's really kind of how good he's been all season long. But at the same time, you know, they're really using him a lot. He's played back-to-back, both games of back-to-back sets twice now in the last number of weeks. They're, they're really, they're pushing him hard. And I don't know what the calculus is on that. You guys would be able to speak to it better than me about the way Markstrom was utilized last year. I it just it stuck in my head. Jay Woodcroft, for, uh, Battle of Alberta last year, just kept saying over and over again, we did not play our goalie 62 times this year. And I don't know what happened, if there's any truth to that, whether it's just the Oilers being in Markstrom's head, whatever it might be, it, it's, it's been ugly for Markstrom since. And, and Hellebuck, he's been used so much. I, I have real concerns for a team that's they can score, but they can't defend. That's pretty problematic. 
He's played him a ton, though, right? That's the thing. He's been one of those workhorses like a Vasilevsky or Saros where you just see a ton of them. It's not new for Hellebuck. Um, and Riddick, they can't trust. You see last night, mm-hmm. he's, he's he's in his own head. It's it's not been uh, a good couple of years for David Riddick, who still has a job in the NHL, but I feel like that grip is pretty... Yeah, hanging on by fingernails. Because for, for the Flames, they get that win last night. Huge goal by Toffoli. They win 5-4. And now they're in Minnesota tonight on a tough back-to-back. But they have played the six- old NHL Dallas Minnesota back-to-back. Yeah. How about that, Rhett, yep. We we haven't seen that in a while. Don't ever want to see it again. That's a brutal one. Yeah. For a Flames fan that's watching or listening right now, from your perspective, as as hockey follower, you're an insider in all of this. What's the gap? What did the Flames need to accomplish? for you to say they're they're back in it they've got a shot because i think a lot of people right now feel like the math is it's just they they need to go on a run like they've not done all season and they need to do it right now and they need some help is there a point what needs to happen for you whether it's because you oh, they're back of colorado well colorado's got games in hand and i just don't see the, how that maybe, maybe it does but realistically for you what's what's the the path here for the Calgary Flames to get in, if there is one. I couldn't help wonder going to sleep last night if that Toffoli goal was potentially season-saving. Like, there's so much work to get through to get to that point. Um, I think in order to really even begin having a realistic conversation, this team needs to reel off five straight wins. And maybe it starts with the game on Monday night. Maybe it doesn't. But the math is otherwise so daunting. You need you need so many things to come together, so many things to buck the trend of what this team has been. You need saves from Markstrom. You need actual confidence in the third period for once. That if you have a lead, that you can you you're not going to fritter it away. I don't know where this team is going to find that confidence. They looked like a broken team over the weekend on top of, you know, the shattered elements that we've seen to this point already. I don't have any proof, anything tangible to grab on, but you just wonder if something like last night maybe gives you a bit of a shot in the arm to think that it's still possible. Only if they win tonight. Yeah, I said wake me up if they win five in a row. Yeah. Yeah, if they win tonight, then they've got, you know, this. Well, I said last night the strength of schedule isn't anything because it's going to come down to how hard this team works and competes. But if they don't win tonight, I think you're just too far back. But if they win, they do have games that if they show up, there's they can put some points together. I wanted to I wanted to highlight something that I saw on social media yesterday, Alex. If you could throw it up, uh, this tweet appeared to be about as uh about as subtle as a heart attack jonathan huberto assist after coming down the right side on his off wing and getting pucks on net Hmm. Uh, Hmm. alan walsh is this the guy that had a hundred and some points last year playing on left wing that's been at right wing for the last 15 games 15 he's been there forever okay yeah He hasn't played left side. Whatever the number is, it's an insane. Yeah, like, but like, think about the logic in that. There's a lot of things that have been logical. We've seen a lot of the fourth line in the final three minutes of the game. So to summarize, 
the the point you're making I freaked is out yesterday, Frank. But there's no logic in anything the Flames organization has done for many years. All all I'm saying is this was not nearly the zinger that you guys talked about a few weeks ago, but this maybe is 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 actually more impactful in the sense that mm -hmm. it raises a really good question of no one's really been asking it. Why is Jonathan Huberto playing on the right side? Why well, was he playing with Lucic for six weeks? Why did they f switch the lines after a five and two start? I mean, there's a lot of whys on the coach this year. A lot of them. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, this was the second team NHL all-star. So the second best player at his position last season on the left wing and set an NHL record for most points ever by a left winger. Why? Like, okay. I hadn't really even thought of it until I saw this tweet. Like, what? Why hasn't this been talked about? I never thought of it either. But if I was Jonathan Huberto and I didn't like playing the side I've been on or supposed to be on, I'm a veteran guy. I talk to the winger on my other side, and as soon as the effing puck is dropped, we're switching. <laughs> like old school. Yeah, that's like actually what my kids do in eight U hockey. Like I'm like, you go over yeah. here. They're like, no, no, no. We, we're gonna go do this. Yeah, defense. Come on, coach. Yeah, we got a lot on the go here, Frank. There's the too go. many issues that have cropped up in this, in Flamesland for our liking, which is not to say that's nothing. Hours hours. But you can add it to the you can add it no. to the pile if you yeah, want. A list of yeah, I, I don't. I think well, there's I, I mean, riddle, there. riddle me this. Everything. Yeah, help 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 me understand this lineup card. Yeah, Nick Ritchie, who's like, so probably Nick playing Ritchie for his career. Just comes in. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I think that put him Walker... on the right side. <laughs> put him in the rafters. <laughs> Walker. Walker. <laughs> I freaked out yesterday. They can't score goals, and you're playing Trevor Lewis and Lucic. Well, that's talk about left. the insanity quote from Mr. Walsh. Like, what the? This makes lots of sense. There hasn't been rationale. When I go back, I'm starting to get mad again. Well, I'm an old man yelling, Giordano, freaking, uh, who's the kid defenseman that's in? We got me wound up yesterday. Yeah, oh, right. my God. Connor Mackey. Shut off. Yeah. No, they got rid of Yeah, Mackey left, which they they said, well, he was going to be better than Valamackey, and we never gave Valamackey a he was going to be our number one defenseman and to take Giordano's spot at one point, and then he never played a game, and we can't find a way to get him in the lineup, and he's horse shit, so let's let him go. Anyway, it's a repeat. Sutter, Sutter quite literally booted Mackey to Arizona. Then the like GM he, should say, kiss my ass. You, you don't get to. Like, if we don't want that, then why, what the is the GM adding? Fair question. Like, and... F the players for being lazy pricks. We get we give the GM shit and we give the coach shit. Give the players shit. Who's supposed to win the cup? Who gets the praise when they go out and play hard? The players. Who gets paid? The players. Who doesn't take any shit when things go south? The players. All we sound like is the Oilers six, seven years ago. Change the coach. Change the coach. Change the GM. It's the coach. It's the GM. Uh, no. Show up and play, you lazy bastards. There's been a lot of that the last two months, Frank. A lot of that. It's good to get it I, off your chest. I kind though. of enjoyed it, yeah. You don't old, want to bottle that stuff old up. Old man yells at cop. Yeah, it looks good.
Uh, thanks for the tweet. Appreciate that. There it is. Yeah, old man yells at clout. Have hey, a great not to just yeah. drop that and run, but I just figured I'd. Hey, yeah. that uh, like I like I said, that tweet was about as subtle as a heart attack. Yeah, beautiful, Frank. Thank you, buddy. Have a good week. See you guys. Frank Cervelli, NHL Insider. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I I didn't really spend a lot of time thinking about it. I was just more focused on why it wasn't working. Guy didn't seem to be. I certainly think... doesn't seem comfortable. Whether that's because he's on the other wing, I just can't imagine that there's a 75-point fluctuation no. in that. Sorry. I know what like, Walsh is, is he trying looking to do. electric on the power play where you can put him on either wing? But no. But you would think if you were bringing in a high-powered player, yeah. you'd put him Ten in Ten and a half, cornerstone of your team, play wherever the F you want. Just produce. Should. Yes. Produce. <clears throat> And then to call him out, I will give Daryl shit for that. Our top guys aren't good enough. If that's part of the issue and you've said, no, you you stay where I tell you to play, childish. Panthers' Jonathan Huberto sets NHL record for assists in a season by a left winger. The story from Daily Faceoff a year ago. That's early. Set the record a year at this point. Not much season left. Yeah. Hey, uh, coming up on Friday, it is Hawaiian Shirt Day, but also it is uh, game day for the Flames at the Dome. Anaheim Ducks are in town, and Mad Rose Pub has tickets for you. We will be giving them away here today's Tuesday, probably Thursday. I mean, you're watching every day. Just be a part of the program. Be ready. Be paying uh, paying attention, playing along. 15 Royal Vista Place, gourmet pizza, dough and sauce made fresh every day. Great food, great booze, great people, 20 beers on tap, kid-friendly on the weekends and into Monday. And you can uh, visit their website. If get it ordered in, it's a big thing now. This, uh, you know, you can get dashing at the door and the dishes and stuff. They do that too. Madrose.pub is their website. Or if you're anywhere in that uh, general vicinity, stop by 15 Royal Vista Place. Vicinity. We owe. We owe a visit. Well, there's sure a couple of interesting dates on the calendar coming up. Yeah, I know. That happened to involve booze. Don't have to. I mean,. Being merry. Right. Spending time with pals. Correct. So, yeah, be watching. We're going to have tickets to give away for that game coming up on Friday against the dome, against uh, the Ducks at the Dome. The Dome the Ducks. of oh. Mad Rose Pub. Hey, uh, Pinder Report coming up. What do you got today? Just lots of reaction from last night. We, uh, we may have a, a case of mistaken identity, and we've got some very old footage of a protege young Rhett that was sent in by, I believe, his parents. Oh, oh really? Don't want to miss it today. Sound right. Let's, uh, memory lane. You ready for a, a little trip? Yeah, let's do it. A little trip down memory lane. What do we do go. that for? McLeod Law, they've been a part of Calgary for a long, long time. They love Calgary. Their roots run deep. They uh, they like to celebrate everything that's about our city. And part of that, of course, is the Calgary Flames. couple things as we go down memory lane with McLeod Law today. Uh, one of them, a highlight. One of them, maybe not so much, although it's debatable. So we go back to March 7th, this day, in 1988. What was maybe, I, I, I don't know, I would, you'd have to talk to somebody that was very much in the, in the mix then. But 
what turned out to be a pretty big and significant trade, as it turned out. The Calgary Flames pick up Rob Ramage and Rick Walmsley from the St. Louis Blues in exchange for Steve Bozek and Brett Hull. Hull! Brett Hull. Score a lot of goals. uh, Yeah, one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. Now, you talk to guys like Mike Rogers, Peter Marr, you talk to guys. You talk to people on that team. Rob Ramage came in, was a big part of that team. Maybe they, because of course, 88, very close to winning a cup, that whole thing. I don't know. Could you maybe have not thrown Hall into that trade? Could you still get it, Rob Flags fly forever. You know, I guess so. How many cups did Hall win? Not in St. Louis. Did he win one in Dallas, Rhett? Hmm. Good question. Rhett would have been around that time. Yeah. Oh, shit. He scored. Mm-hmm. He scored the end. So, anyway. Uh, so, anyway. Brett Hall in the... Uh, they have a very... We, we brag about the alumni here in town. The Flames alumni. St. Louis also has a very strong alumni. Hall was at a Blues Hall of Fame dinner hot stove thing recently and he Mm -hmm. was asked about uh, getting called into the coach's office getting called in as a member of the Calgary Flames and getting the news he'd been traded trade and I looked at him and I said tell me it's somewhere good (laughs) and he goes well we've traded you uh, to the St. Louis Blues and I'm like well, I don't, you know, that, it's America. So that's, <laughs> I go, that's really, a, that's a good start. <laughs> There's only one, uh, Red Hall, and he was uh, now, truly a Canadian kid, right? Like Canadian yes. born? Yeah. Uh, you know, we're dad and all that. Played his junior in, in Penticton. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was very happy to go to America. I feel that's going to be Matthew Kachuk at some point in about 20, 30 years down the road. Ah, so I get called in. I, I tell Tree, uh, uh, send me to America. Send me somewhere with sunglasses. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so it was uh, 1988 on this date. Brett Hall shipped out of town. I got Hall trivia. Do you? He's the only guy ever to score 50 in junior. Yeah. College, which is hard to do. I don't play a lot of games. AHL and the NHL. Incredible. Incredible stuff. 50's a lot. Well, when you play 42 games in college or whatever he played, that's insane. Well over a goal per game. He had 105 or 6 in junior in 60 games. And then 50 in the A. It's like, why isn't this guy called up? How do you score 50 in the A? You should call up before he gets 50. Well, he was with the Moncton Golden Flames. And then the next year he was a full-time flame and then off to St. Lou. He's one of those guys. Did score a few in the NHL too. It's the pick, pick, th- pick four guys, pick three people to go and have dinner with. I feel like Brett Hall might be on my list just because he's got so many stories. His dad was Bobby Hall. What kind of a upbringing, what kind of experiences did this kid have from the time he was one year old kind of a thing? And he's got the full spectrum of loves, good and bad. Yeah. Loves the booze, loves the party, loves the whole thing. I think he's probably got a few a few tales. Got some doozies, I'm sure. Yeah. Did you ever uh, get drunk with Brett Hall? Or is he kind of... Nope. No, I've a, never really been around Brett Hall, to be honest yeah. with you. And think about how sour he was when he saw Jonathan Taves in Vegas with the cup. He never even had to play against Jonathan Taves. That's true, yeah. And how sour he was at Taves. Imagine seeing Brett. There's some history. We don't want to get into it. There's no way. Google oh, it. really? Sourpuss. If you want to just why Rhett would be sour by him. Also Call on Batman this date. while you're at it. Tell him Rhett says hi. March 7th, 
1989, our buddy Lanny McDonald oh, come on. became the 23rd player to ever hit the 1,000-point plateau. Look at that photo. What a beauty. From 1989 on this date, the Flames beat the Jets 9-5. Suck it, Jets. He scored, uh, he got point one thousand. And then uh, 1,001 in the third. His mustache matches the jersey. It is beautiful. <laughs> it does. It blends right in. He Camel. looks like a baby chick. You know, he's all fuzzy. Yeah, Look at yeah. him. Well, we should have had Peter Marr, because didn't Peter Marr keep, like, journals or note all of his notebooks on his notes of every oh, game dude, and every yeah. day? Oh, yeah. yeah, this date in Flames history, he's got everything. Like, what do yeah. you call like? filing cabinets mm-hmm. full of stuff, game notes and all that. So yeah, Lanny hit 1,000 and then 1,001. So a two-point effort in the 9-5 win. Finished with 1,006 points in 1,011 games. I feel like he had a good goal in the regular in the playoffs, season. Too, yeah. And then in the playoffs, played in 14 games, had one goal and big four one. points. The goal, you may remember, it's kind of a big one. Significant. Yeah, kind of a Also, Lanny trivia. Uh-huh. 50 goals in college. No. 50. No, it's better than that. <laughs> For players that did not hit 100 points in a season, Lanny has the most goals with 66 past the puck, Lanny. Boy, a puck hog, eh? I didn't know that. Seems like a friendly guy. He had 66 goals and he didn't, didn't get 100, 100 points? Isn't that, isn't that crazy? You're wingers. So there's two pieces of trivia you can take to the hey, water cooler today. Hull. You want guys shoot first? That's right. sh- shot first mentality. Lanny's always subscribed You'd to it. Fit in right now. <laughs> could you could you suit up, Lanny? We take you. McLeod Law, little memory lane for you. Call Peter Klein, personal injury lawyers. If you are unfortunate and you've had a, a an injury, workplace, whatever the case is, and you need some help to navigate through your legal, your insurance, your medical claims, it can be overwhelming. Peter Klein is here to help. McLeod Law, McLeod-Law.com is the website. His email is pcline, P-C-L-I-N-E at McLeod-Law.com. You can uh, get the best in the business on your side. Nothing like having a great teammate, having a great leader for you. It's got your back. That's right. Yeah. And they do more than that. You're getting picked on? Someone to protect you? That's right. Peter Klein's the guy. All right. McLeod Law. Social media, all of their platforms at McLeod Law LLC. If you want to go that way as well, you saying LLC, but your eyes are bad and it says LLP on all their. Does um, it? Yes, and you've been doing it for weeks, and I'm sorry I should talk to you. About <laughs> well, why don't you? I just did. I couldn't do it anymore. I'm just gonna keep saying, oh, "I'll talk to him after the show," and then I keep forgetting. Uh, yeah. When you're an idiot, I tell you straight out. There's different approaches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do the Pinder report. See if we can. Could you? Let's do it yeah. for Village Honda, our good pals. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, Village Honda, they're going to give you cash right quick. Yeah. Like 24 hours, you want hard what, cash. Why, why is it? Oh, well, there you go. Why something. does he assume that whenever it's the Pinder Report, he's not part of the show? It's been this way for fucking years. Is it that boring that he leaves? I don't I understand. I feel like it's an entertaining part of the show. It's like, oh, it's, the, it's not a monologue. <laughs> I actually had a fight for him to break down tonight. Well, yes. Yeah. Well, we'll start with the Flames in Dallas last night for Village Honda, the Pinder Report. 
See the phone number there, 403-407-2021. Do the old QR scan. Say hello. With the new Accord coming in, you said? That's going to be good. What are you doing? You give me that face. What? Warner. Yeah. Teammate, right? Good in the room. What a teammate. Problem is the room's in Buffalo. <laughs> I hope he shit his pants. I hope that's what happened. Yeah? I hope he tried to a left cheek sneak, and he dropped some in his drawers. Crazy things have happened. It would explain the... Uh, Sorry for the vulgarity, Village Honda. The, the, the irritable uh, mood might be related to the irritable bowel. It could be. Yeah. It's just all around. Flames entered action last <laughs> night in Dallas. Just so close to the b- b- Bedard. Sweet. B- 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 Bedard? Right. B- b- playoffs? Bedard? Yeah. A loss could get them in position to win the draft lottery? What? Because ah. only the top 10 teams can... So they're that close to the bottom 10 in the NHL. All they needed was a Washington point and a loss to the Dallas Stars. <laughs> I don't know. I see some of the fan base going that way. Oh, Dallas better score here on this power play. We need to loss. And then like, come on, guys. If they get hot, there's still a chance. I feel like this is a very divided fan base right now. Do you know? You know what, though? I, they are, but no one really thinks there's a realistic shot of getting Bedard. Everyone's just sour because well, they wish it was... Well, we've seen script before. We know where this is going to end. They're going to be ninth in the West, peak sadness. That's right. <laughs> we've seen it a million times. What, what, what? How are you? You okay? What were you, like... I want to get a little snack, yeah. Deuces are wild? What's going on there? Do you need me 24-7? Like, is it, like... Oh, two hours a day be good. And walk... Oh, what did you do yesterday? Did you go off screen for a split second? Oh, it's okay for you. God forbid that Rhett leaves. During the Pinder report. Rhett, I'm going to need you to uh, do a little case of doppelganger or the same guy. This is from the broadcast last night in Dallas as one dude was just chewing the shit out of his nails. Is that the guy that got absolutely That's the guy that got punched. Isn't it? Right? Now the hair's... Like it's that same hairstyle for sure. Dark. And uh, look, that's the third. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. look at that! What's he got in there? Oh, settle down. Just hungry. Leftover. So nachos. that's that's from last night. And then, oh, remember this? That was him falling back after <laughs> taking a right. And we got a better photo of him as well, where his hair is up from oh, the yeah. impact. Oh. Is that the same cat? Does he have two different Dallas jerseys? Well, same hair. Huh? Maybe that's just the, the move right now. Or you maybe go, that's Texas. You go Wade Boggs, just no mullets. Side, shave those uh, sideburns mattingly yeah. right up the top there, and then mullets. Huh. Is he taking it like nice and tight on the side there it's too? It's real tight. That's uh, quite a drape oh, yeah. he's got at the back. Yeah. Huh? All right. So not. It's, <laughs> Jesus. Ow. Remember how well he took that punch, Red? Oh man, he took it like a champ. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah that fifty-year-old dude probably drives truck for a living. Just fed him one. Oof. Look at dude, full follow through. It looks like he's out there. He bounces right back yeah, up. Yeah, he does. Wow. It's like one of those air, those balloon yeah. Yeah. Bong, clown bong, things bong, just bong. pop right up. So that caught my eyes. There was also this was pretty good as well. Yeah. The final, you know, 10 seconds of play. Flames tied after blowing two, two goal leads. Mm. <laughs> one in the third. One in the third. The pass from Huberto. Uh, okay. Right side. Six point two. Nice D, Dallas. Damn Dummies. boy. Now there, he's even step for step at the red line, and he finishes that. He's got the mo. Uh, that's a lovely finish from a guy full speed, not only racing against two D, but the clock as well. 
He's not got great boots either. To Foley on pace for 33 this year, that's would be a career high, although in the lockout abbreviated season, he had a much higher pace than that that just didn't play 82. This has been a great year for Tyler Toffoli, and I, you and I both talked about it in the offseason. Like, what's this guy going to look like? Like, mm. the boots aren't great. It, he really didn't click last year for whatever reason on a line with Kelly Yarncroke and Dylan Dubé or something like that. It was like, where does he fit? Well, he's fit real nicely on the right side of that top line. And there's a lot of uh, people around him that have not had great years. Correct. Amanda. You would think the environment, the atmosphere would be ripe for a subpar season. He's been very good. Damn boy. That's right. Damn boy. He's been good. Yeah, they liked him in Montreal. They liked him in Vancouver. They liked him in LA. Flames fans liking him in Calgary. I don't know why the hell isn't on his goal song. Yeah, they're playing some playing some Bonnie uh, Tyler, a hero or something. What the fuck are we talking about? What's going on there? That's a huge foul. Figure it out. Uh, all right, afterburner. It was you and Rhett. Oh, Who yeah. was uh, the most corpse zombie like and, and exhausted and with the worst effort? How, how would you grade yourself versus Rhett last night? Boom. In fairness, time change. Yeah. So even though six thirty, it's an early game for us. Mm, late game there. It's, well, it's still kind of late by the time the game's over and. I think Rhett's mood dipped when it was looking like overtime. Yeah, that's tough. Like this is oh. please no overtime. I had faith it wasn't going to overtime. I was just sure they'd allow another. Never mind, score another. Yeah, it felt like it, right? <laughs> well, They're committed they to this one goal loss thing. <laughs> Talk about Nick Ritchie. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'd sit that Boom prick head. tonight just because of that penalty. Two and a half How left in a tie hockey game. How fucking dumb is that? What are you right doing, on the numbers. Like, that's called every time. Idiot. Nice goal, though. Welcome to Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> and dangerous. And dangerous. Yeah, could have hurt someone. Here's Afterburner last night. Red 10. Oh, God. Boom, cat. Talking about Nick Ritchie, I think. Hmm. Yeah, we're not. Can't have enough Nick Ritchie in our lives. Too. Apparently we got too much. We'll move yeah, on. That's fine. fine. Move on. Um, Toffoli, with uh, that game-winning goal with 6.2 seconds, joins Flames, a pretty exclusive list of late goal winners here. Uh, 1954, 1953, what do we call it when 6.2 seconds left? I don't know, but it uh, there's a board here we've got of the latest goals of all time. We zoom in on that, Cowboy, if you want. Yeah. Boom's got no chance there. Corey Stillman, Jerome McGinley, the only two players that have scored game winners later. Stillman with four seconds left, 59-56. Uh, and Jerome did it also with four seconds left, 59-56. 59-53, not bad to Foley. Well done. Foley rushed it. He should have, you know. Are you giving no tips for the guy that scored with 6-2? Throw the brakes on and then kind of do it. No, you just score. Don't, yeah. Uh, no, new- it's like a foot. You don't want to give up the touchdown too early. You take a knee. You too soon. Time it out. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know what he was thinking about? He actually had a shot off the face off at an empty net. He almost got two in the last seven seconds. <laughs> Just missed. <laughs> That's true. Uh, new top line looked good. They had Jacob Pelche. Mm-hmm. 
Sutter favorite all of a sudden. Just had to watch for a couple of weeks in the rafters. The Hammer the popcorn. The what do you Look know? at this. All kinds of possession, chances, expected goals, two, including the game winner. Times. And tight defensively. Look goals. at that. He gave up almost nothing. And had chances. One six XGA. It's expected uh, goals against. So based on the shots they allowed, oh. there was not much quality out there for the stars when this line was on the ice. That's incredible. Gross fart percentage. They're really good at that. <laughs> With a great Wayne LJ Gretzky of two team. goals and then yeah. a extra gaunch. Here's pass. your standings. Uh, Happy birthday, Jake Pelche, by the way. 22 today. Is he? Yeah, attaboy, Jake. That. Attaboy, Jake. Happy birthday, kid. The top line promotion. Just keep them up there. Don't, yep. don't mind that at all. Like Richie, you forgot the second one. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Here's your standings in the West. That's it, right. Calgary Flames. Oh, what a night. One point for Winnipeg. Oh, we're there. They choke late. We're Nashville, right they choke as well. Uh, still tied with Nashville, who hold three games in hand. Oof. And don't be fooled by the games played. Uh, it's Winnipeg they're trying to reel in, not Colorado, who have three games in hand on Winnipeg and one point back. Uh, they're six back at Winnipeg. That's how I would view this. That's the team in the tailspin until they can start stringing not losses together. That should be your prime target. You should be salivating, looking at the Jets at this point. Well, that's changed. Makes it easier. LA a month ago. Uh, hey, look at this. Three, what? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say three more wins in 18 games. Does that do it? Three more 18 games. Well, we yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, yep. Yeah. And they go head to head. They got a head-to-head. Uh, I'm looking at it here, fifth of April. Mm. Mm. Big one, big one, big one tonight against Minnesota as well. And before we get to that, uh, look at this. I think it was one of your old teammates and someone tough as nails. Is it a birthday today for Eric Goddard? Happy 43rd birthdays. 93 games. Pow. 221 pims, and in 93 games, Dino, 23 scraps. Oh man. Oof. Hell of a teammate. That is a You talk about fights. having your back. Peter Klein and Eric Goddard. Yeah, I mean, if it's in a court of law, I'm taking Peter Klein. If it's Probably, in the back yeah. alley, I'm taking Eric Goddard. Happy birthday, Goddard. Where does he uh, rank on your power rankings of toughest guys you played alongside, Rat? He had those heavy hands that when he hits you, he hurts you. So he's, he's up there. I mean... Paul Paul Laus had thirty nine fights in one season. Ooh, so, and he fought everyone, and he wasn't Eric's size, and he had little tiny mitts on him. Mm. Uh, razor's razor, hard to debate where he. Oliwa Simon. In. Oliwa had a year with the Flames that year. He was kicking a snot out of a Ooh. lot of people. Simon was one of the best ever for a long time. I would think Goddard's right up there. He was a little late to the game as far as that era of tough guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he played at the end of that tough guy era. There'd be some teams that didn't have a guy you could fight, whereas five years earlier, everyone would have a guy for him, right? Question. Yeah. Rather than go the one way, I'm going to go this way. Who was, in your, in your mind, the most normal guy who was really tough and was a heavyweight. Cause we know some of them, you gotta be maybe a little bit different if that's your thing and you enjoy it, but who was maybe just the most down to earth. I, I can't believe that this guy goes out there and, and does this for a living. 
Well, certainly Christoph Olua was normal, normal competing. See, I've I mean, just straight yeah, shooting down tape, right? her. That's what you'd expect. Try to go down the other to way. earth. It's a dumb media question, Rhett. You handled it perfectly. Rather than who's the craziest SOB you've ever played with. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fights, Rhett, this is from Saturday in Vancouver where the Leafs and Canucks uh, they were they were added on the ice. I want you to break this down for us. This is post game. Yeah, this is a good one. What are you doing fighting in the streets? Cowboy, yeah, cowboy there. Marner's in trouble. Oh, jeez. Feeding rights. It's just a hockey just a game. Oh, yeah, that's a good right there. And then watch guy jumps in and just gets him right over the top here. That guy's a wink. Oh, jeez. Oh shit. Just a tilt outside the old Navy in Vancouver. I was going to say, it's right by the best So spot, I yeah. signed my kids up for martial arts. And yeah. So I'm watching this. And last night I was at the, I don't know what they call it for jujitsu, but whatever. I'm like, I'm watching these people. And one of those guys that was at that in the building last night would have tuned in all of these guys really? in a split second. Okay. He's got a oh, black belt. it's embarrassing. Yeah. People that know how to fight, it's these people. These are junk yeah. losers yes, pretending to correct. fight. <laughs> Guys that know how don't. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Although dude is throwing some yeah. some heavy rights there. Old plaid shirts getting a few. He's in throwing there. hard because the other guys are scared of getting hit and they don't know how to punch back. You know so. what, though? Get that shirt it's off, like though. Stillman and Janot. Get that tie down going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, David Riddick last night, we told you that the Jets lost. They had a lead in the last 15, 20 seconds. Big save, Dave. Oh, big save, Dave. Didn't like it. They lose early in overtime. Here's Dave coming off the ice. He's going to teach his stick a lesson. All right, this is from our pal Nick Alberga. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Why do I like that so much? He tries to go Bo Jackson. Yeah. No, not breaking. Sorry. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, uh, <laughs> and you know that hurts, right? Oh it's yeah, like the, and again, it's like the martial arts video where the guy's gonna break the bricks or the mm-hmm. wooden blocks, and then nothing broke, and you're like, Ouch. "Ooh, that yeah. that had to hurt." You think he went and head butted a door down the hallway? Ooh. Remember he did that? Yeah, that's not good. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly hurt, busted finger. He's gonna be four weeks retro. No, he's back. Former saber. I know the uh, yeah. There you go, LTIR. They can play 9D if they want. They have nine defensemen. It's not even including Muzzin who's hurt. What the hell are they doing? I want to ask Frank, but. You can never have too many D, right? I don't want to talk to about the Leafs. When you go all the way to the we cup final. Nine for a whole, we, we carried nine for a whole effing season my first year. Come on. 26-man roster. Oh, yes. There you go. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. 23. That's insanity. Thank God. Or I'd have been in Saskatoon in junior. <laughs> Uh, a couple of the notes for you. The Calgary Wranglers are at home today and tomorrow hosting the Colorado Eagles. They were just down there. Split a set in uh, greater Denver. And uh, how about this? Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are flirting. Rat. The Jets always flirt with old quarterbacks that are going to go to shit. I couldn't care less about the Jets struggling. <laughs> Give me a kiss, boob cat. 
they've had a chance to draft good quarterbacks for years. Why not just do that? They could, I guess. They're kind of swung and miss on that. And finally, we've got, I don't know if this is, if Rhett's the teacher or this is Rhett as a kid, but this somehow came from the Warner family. Um, young. So how did you get this? Well, I, I'm not sure. Alex said he got it from Rhett's family, but I don't know if that's the yeah, shoveler yeah. or if this is Rhett's kid or if this is Rhett Lulu. when he's young. Um, but yeah, this is Rhett very early. Oh, uh, child to the loo, my darling. That's yeah. me. That is me. That's Five years old. To the loo, my darling. This is before your hair went brown. Uh, and it's hot cross buns here, right? Uh, no. <laughs> skip to the loo. It's not even looking at the keys, this little brat. Prodigy. Look how long his arms are, even then. I know. Yeah. So it was either pro sports player or, you know, yeah. pianist in the uh, symphony orchestra. It's hammering out some Tickling Beethoven. the old ivories there, retro. Still got it? So talented. Well, you know, now he's got those shoulder issues. Yeah. It's because those hands got beat up from fighting all the time. Shame what could have been. It's been a while since you've I can play it. fired out a concerto. I can play mean pian. Yeah. Wow, I can play. I was downstairs playing uh, Happy Birthday the other day. With your pianist. Anyway, that's... Uh, you guys don't know. I've uh, I've been in a... Co- Is it a concert? It was a competition. What do you call them? A recital, probably. Yeah, yeah maybe a recital. I've been in a piano oh, recital. You're winning with that. Look and at these I paws. Holy. Skip to the loo, my darling. Which is not this song. How yeah, does it go? This a little more advanced. How does it go? Skip to the loo. <laughs> you went to the loo? No, no, I need more because I'm trying to pick it up. I mean, Alex, yeah, just fade no, this piano here. get more. That's yeah, with that music, I can't. About the loo? You're going to have to sing louder. Here you go. Louder, here you go. Right? I can't. No. It's a Pinder Report brought to you, you by Village Honda. You play as a youngster. VillageHonda.com, the website. You can, uh. They want to buy your car, as Ryan said earlier. You can sell it to them. You'll get paid in 24 hours. No hassle. Get your no-obligation appraisal today. Northwest Auto Mall, your dealership for life. The good folks over at Village Honda present the Pinder Report. Talented, talented guy. Haircuts at home back then, obviously. Yeah, We're not bowl, paying for that. Bowl cut wow. in the kitchen. Yeah. Damn, damn expensive out there. Damn, boy. Yeah. Did I ever tell you who used to cut my hair? No. Gordy Kluzak's sister. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Pinder's like, who the hell's Gordy Kluzak? I heard that name. This you is know one of Gordy Kluzak is? Really I, I, names I, I met Gordy Kluzak's sister. That's a terrible story. She's a king. She's a king That's now. Yes. That's her. Yeah. She's yes. a king. There you go. There you go. Well done. Married a king boy. King boy. Pinder's, He's telling the truth. Pinder's punching up Gordy Kluzak, are you? I got him. Boston Bruins, number First six. First overall Gordy Kluzak. 1991. It's 59. First overall. It's birthdays climax, three days ago, you Climax jerks. Saskatchewan. Climax indeed. It's Remember we showed that. bigger uh, than Frontier. 6'4", yeah. 209. Big enough himself. We showed that scrap of Kluzak Thanks. in his rookie year. First overall makes the, and just chucking bombs. Good heavens. They made him different back then. The eh? Bruin, his whole career. Oh. It was cut short. Blew out his knees. Yeah. Uh, all the Burns greats. That's how it ends. Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. And Played Bobby. for the Billings Bighorns. Make- wow. Yeah, now I think he's making gajillions in the financial world in Boston. So he's doing okay. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Where are we at here? 
That's life. Why are people calling my phone? I got. Don't they know what the hell you're doing? Phone all the time. Don't they know your bills, man? Don't they know that bills? Doing this highly popular YouTube show. Christ's sake. You know, I was thinking last night, and I forgot to bring it up on Afterburner, was the uh, the Robertson goal yeah. that goes off of Lindholm's leg and in. Mm-hmm. I was thinking you'd have been proud of that shot block attempt by Lindholm there. It's just kind of the, oh, maybe kind of put my foot, but I don't want it to hit my skate. I'll just kind of, oh, off my shin and in. Mm. You put your left foot in. That's yeah. You put your left foot out. Put your left Skip to the loo, my darling. And you yeah, shake it out. Why okay, don't you? Right. Yeah, and with that being said, let's give away the Lindholm jersey. Is that what you're? Mm. Well, let's take a look at that Lindholm jersey. Good segue by you, Rhett. Hearing loss. Hearing loss clinic. Hearing loss clinic. We'll do it by the end of the week. Today's uh, something like Hear- Tuesday or something. We'll give it away. Hearing loss. Uh, they followed me on the old Twitterverse. Yeah, they did. Oh, Hearing the loss. They're really big on the, the social media. There it is. Look at that. Son of a gun. Lasty. Signed, no less. Look at that. Autographed by Lindholm. He's a new dad. I bet you that's a pre-dad autograph. They're harder to come by. They will be now. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just going to find those everywhere. Hearing loss clinic. Hearingloss.ca. Also, funny thing. Mm -hmm. uh, People are reaching out on on socials just saying, hey, uh, you know, I could really use that Lindholm jersey. Trying to curry favor? Is that what oh boy! That, I mean, geez, you could just send it to me now, and it'd save yeah, you know all the time, really. painstaking sifting through the ballots. And hey, you know, Lindholm is my favorite player. Mm. You know, I like that jersey, and I'd like. Don't be a fucking prize pig. <laughs> Twenty people, like no, that okay. blonde hag at the <laughs> casino that night. The prize pig. She was just fucking filling that thing full. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Hearing this loss is, clinic. This is a radio thing. Hang on. So, Rhett, th- there's a there's a few things that are as time tested and true in radio. Like it's just always, and it's prizes. And so you get these people that literally spend all day just applying to win prizes, going to events, stuffing ballot boxes, going online to fill out this, uh, sitting it's by their goddamn phone to phone in as soon. I knew a girl in high school. Her mom, that was her job, basically. She says she's a, she enters contests. My That's thing she was. Does. She wins all kinds of shit. Because you you would just know. The prize pig. They're, you're right. They go everywhere. They, they're going to be the first caller through. So be like, oh, we're giving away calls. The number, blah, blah, blah. And it rings. Oh, I wonder who that could be. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, Fucking prize I'm pig. I'm calling for the. Oh, yeah. So what prize are you calling to win? Uh, uh, they don't even know what the. No. They don't know what they're calling shit. for. They don't know what they're winning. All they heard is something's being given away. I got to have it. And then at the Super Bowl, where are you talking about? Yeah. Some She's, big we're, we're sweat giving hog. We're giving them away, and the sweat hog's going, like, I would like to know in it. You get those, uh, like a big, thick thing of, of entries. Ballots, yeah. You know, you, you write your name on one, rip it off, and put it into the goddamn drum. She grabs the whole booklet, sits down at the table. So scratching them. Mildred Terwilliger. <laughs> Mildred Terwilliger. Hey, Mildred, take a fucking hike. <laughs> yeah. And then she was pissed off. I know, the nerve. How didn't I oh, win? Yeah, I know. It's, a God, it. it's yeah, amazing that didn't you didn't I win. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Go wash your hair. <laughs> Hearingloss.ca. Sorry, On Twitter, me. at The Hearing Loss. Instagram, <laughs> The Hearing Loss Clinic. Yeah. 
Thanks for the jersey. We'll give that away this week. Mildred. You know, Lindholm's been my favorite player forever. <laughs> yeah. Give it back to Carolina. Yeah, what's his first name? Oh, stop us, Happily, Steve uh, Lindholm. Jack, Jack Lindholm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, want you to, uh, it's, into, it's into March, and even though it's chilly outside, we told you the other day, start thinking about, get, make some plans, get yourself outside. Why not Jasper? Mm. Spring skiing at Marmoot Basin. Marmoot. Doesn't get much better. Look at that. Marmoot Basin, Jasper. Oh, yeah. We were up there in January? Yeah. It was brisk then. Yeah, the stamps are warming up. Warmer temperatures, drinks on the patio, Longer the escape days, card, half-price lift tickets really? still in effect. Oof. Conditions are still great. They've actually opened some of the new terrain out there, waiting for the warmer That's days. They're now open. And then you can start, uh, you know, even summer, start looking about uh, golfing. The lakes are thawing. Get your canoeing in, your rafting. The Sky Tram is opening later this month. Sky Tram? Yeah, buddy. All right. Plan your summer camping trip, your front country reservations starting on March 16th. Backcountry opens on March 20th. So you wait, you know, you wait all winter for this stuff. Just loaded up with snow, ready to go. So there you go. that. Tourism Jasper, Ski Marmot Basin. Check it out online and uh, and start thinking about the good folks at Jasper. They were so happy to see us. Great Jasper, hospitality. Jasper Park Lodge, that's a fancy place. Yep, great, uh, great hospitality. Being old-fashioned, loved it. Yeah, you really class it up, Pinder, with a... High uh, kicks in the lobby at 2 a.m. Suitcase yeah. full of beer. That's yeah, that was at the hot tub. It was not my suitcase. That was I'd say it's always, there's always... It's trying to, to help the people. Yeah, you're a helper. You're a helper. Just want to help. So what are we thinking tonight... We've we've established better fucking that not look like Saturday. We've established that winning back to back has to happen. Playing? No, they who's won't the skate. Goalie? They won't skate today. It's going to be Gustafson. It will be Gustafson, and now I believe that's ten of fourteen. Yeah, I was looking this morning. Ten of fifteen, maybe. It's been a lot of Gustafson who's got some tidy numbers this year. They just picked him up when Cam Talbot put a gun to Bill Guerin's head, and I think I know that's who's better right. already. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Alex, about that. They've rotated the last six games, but prior to that, Gustafson had kind of been on a bit of a roll. 6-0-2 in his last eight with a 1.32 and a 9.56. Shut him out on Saturday. Just fine. Yeah. Just fine. Yeah. We talked about it last night in Afterburner. I'll ask you, Mm. who do you go with in uh, the Flames? I think it'll be Markstrom, but I also have never done that Dallas to Minnesota turnaround. I feel like they want him to get rolling, and while it was four goals last night, there was a lot of blemishes in front of him. You know, there, there wasn't that like, ooh, you can't let that in. I mean, I didn't like the shorty getting through, but by all means, don't allow a shorthanded breakaway in that instance as well. That's a nice starter. Um, well, and you know what? I'll, I'll steal your point from last night, Red, or I'll let you make it. Uh, Markstrom did, you know, had to get on the plane afterwards and fly to St. Paul and all that. You know who else had to? Yeah. Dan Vladar. That's right. And they've got Anaheim waiting so. at home on Friday, and that feels like a, a softer landing spot for Vladar, who struggled his last five or six outings. You win, you're in, brother. Yeah. No changes. I And they weren't afraid to do that. What was it? The last back-to-back was Vladar on the, what, Arizona and Vegas back-to-back yeah, a couple so. weeks ago? I'm losing my mind. I feel like that was one. Because the Arizona sure game was light, light workload. Yes, 14 shots. Yeah. yeah. So that's not the case after last night, but I'm with you. I, Markstrom has looked 
at or near his best all season here in the last. It's we laughed. I laughed out loud last mm. night when. <laughs> Look how good he's been. He's Marks like a really nine really one and a goals yeah. against a two and a half. Still needed five to win for Jesus. Me. But I, I would. I'd throw him back in there, and I don't, I don't care. You win, you win this one tonight. Do what you want. You're playing, you're playing Friday and again and again mm-hmm. and again. Let's uh, hope there's a concerted effort, or at least a, a more concerted effort than we saw on Saturday. That was a lifeless Flames group with what felt like their season theoretically on the line at home to the Wild. Um, you want to see a bounce back from that? That was no good. That was one of the more disappointing outings of the year. They boot off the ice against Minnesota three nights ago. Are you going to say something there, bud? And I said, well, I was going to say, I feel like tonight's the same thing. It's a must win. They're all must wins, but you're just, you're running out of time. Yeah. You're running out of time. And, and I don't think you're trying to catch Minnesota, but I just, it's if points. you can win, you're going to feel real good about four points and under 48. Yep. And I'll tell you what, if uh, you start putting pressure on the Jets in that sense as well, I mean, if you're all of a sudden four back, that's not as much of a pipe dream. Like that's, ooh, okay. I mean, geez, you got a game against them still on the calendar. You got a really soft finish, seven of eight against teams that aren't playoff teams. You got a lot of bottom dwellers. Not that that means anything with this, these guys. And you play at home a ton down the stretch. After this, they have 10 of 17 at home to finish the season. The Wild have been sitting in St. Paul waiting for them. They've not played since the game on Saturday. And they are on the kind of heater the Flames need to go on. That's correct, yeah. Four in a row. 4-0-1 in their last five, 8-0-1 in their last nine, Ooh. one regulation loss in their last 12. So it can be done. Teams have done it before. Yes. One games. Well, two would be a trend, and then three is a streak. A That's a winning streak. Go streaking. It has been Definitely done before. Go okay. Yeah, Anaheim, Ottawa, Arizona. That's what's waiting after Minnesota mm-hmm. tonight. That's right. And I asked Rhett about his best St. Paul story. Give me a give me a good one. Is that one of those you don't you just get to St. Paul and you Hotel. go to your room until the rink and then you leave? That's it. That's it. Movies. Yep. So you can walk Did, across the street and it's easy. And the St. Paul Grill is good downstairs, so you have no reason to go anywhere. Did you play in Minnesota Chipotle down oh, the street? Oh yes. It's overrated. People love Chipotle. Yes. I don't like it at all. Well, if you've lived in the States, yes. If you're a Canadian, it's unbelievable. When do you have this? But what makes it so special other than... It's huge and it's amazing. And it's cheap relative to what things cost here. I remember being in the American League. First thing you'd Google, where's the hotel? Is there a Chipotle within walking distance or a short cab? Let's go. Got to go. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, if you live there, it wouldn't be... I say you're wrong. It's gross. Because I've never gross, really understood it. extra. Overrated. Yeah, Fucking I've never really understood it. It's like, oh, I can get, this is a big burrito. Yeah, thing. huge burrito. I can go to a number of other places and get big burritos. Is it just, is it the price that makes it good? It's all of it. I just jacked when we could get to a Chipotle. Yeah. All right. Been a while. Oh, could do a Chipotle right now. Could you? God, I'm starving. Did you do a Chipotle? You'd be disappointed. Or a uh No. Right I, now, if you could. No, I'd do Chipotle right now because yeah. I can go shawarma any day of the week and get good shawarma. I can't get Chipotle here. All right. Yeah. I just want to so, again, what separates Ooh. it from any other burrito place is just that it's big and it's cheap. Oh, it's amazing. It's delicious. All right. You get the barbacoa. You can go carnitas. It's got beans, beans and rice and right. meat. Great burrito. You like burritos? It's, it's a good burrito. It's a, 
It's a burrito. Love burritos. Bean burritos? Mm-hmm. You do love burritos. Breakfast burritos. It's a decent burrito. <laughs> Small for my liking. See, but you're not a big eater. You always orders. Me, I can for you to be eater. hooked on portion sizes. I'm not hooked on portion. I'm just saying, like, you're gonna put a Chipotle burrito next to some tiny little whiffy tiny. No, one's gonna sit down. You're gonna need a nap after this. It's gonna knock you out. How it's like going a couple of rounds with Riddick Bow. Why is that good? Pinders? I think that's the, once a year. I mean, we love not food. A Tuesday, wow. once a year. Pinder is a quart low today. He's, are you getting a tickle? Is that what it is? The tickle last night after curling. Uh, last match of the year. How'd Done it go? Now. You got to get a nebulizer. You need when a nebulizer. You feel the tickle coming on. You do the hydrogen yeah. peroxide, the nebulizer. You're all good. I just hammered a bunch of vitamin C, drank as much water as I could, went to bed, and then woke up every two hours to piss and drink more water. Yeah. I'm worried about you. We finished dead last again. Yeah. If a win would have got us to second last. Well, what happened? You were shorthanded. You had to bring We're in. We're We had a spare. My boy Richard. You have loser teammates. That's your problem. Our problem is that we're not 70. We haven't been curling for 50 years. Everyone in this league has been curling forever. So why are you doing the curling? We're getting better. Who cares? It's close. Okay. But out of all the things you could do with yeah. your buddies. Yeah, you can play tennis. You can do that. You right. can bowl. Yes. You could. Uh, a lot of things. Tennis. Who the F is playing Tennis. What are you talking about? Tennis. You just twist it's the ankles. Worse. You're out. You're hurt. Come on. Yeah. If you've played it your whole life, no, Dean, you, Dean, go pick up tennis. Go play some tennis. It's a nice tennis bubble down south by you, the Austin Victor Center. He yeah. would absolutely snap a hammy. Well, he would for sure. One set. So that's a good sport to stay fit, that one. I played a little bit of tennis. Yeah. You're not a little bit. Just like curling? Like you're curling to get no, I don't fit? Yeah, no. no, no. I'm curling to drink on Mondays. And so when I'm 70, I'll be good. By the time I'm retired, I can actually hang some W's. It just seemed like a, an interesting choice. Because like you say. It matters you, to you. You need to win curling bond spiels and shit. Like no, bond spiels. just want to be competitive. in life. Hey, listen. The DUG could. He was a skip. He knew how to. Let's sweep. bring him in. Skip he to my loop. I've. I've spent many, many a day at a curling bond spiel, small town curling bond spiels, mm-hmm. and cabarets that night. Some people call them socials. Yeah, they do. Some do. I don't see you doing that, and I don't see your significant other participating in any of this bullshit. So of course I, not. I, I, I get the I'm, fuck away. <laughs> I was going to say, that's exactly why he has gone to great lengths to find the one area where she's the least likely curling. to go. Yeah. So they're playing tennis, so I'm going to be asked to play doubles. Yeah. Got to be careful of that. Hey, babe, we're going to slaughter some pigs. Did you want to come? Ooh, no. Okay. See you never. Yeah, we're doing it. We're in our pig slaughtering league. We finished dead last again, but I hope to get a lot better yeah. at it. It's all very You're going to start getting W's. I know. <laughs> what the? Curly Haven't you been dead last oh, for good. years? Uh, only the four years we've played in the oh, league. Okay, yeah. You want to get your name on the wall at the Glencoe? No, Ooh, I just want to be competitive. Year. I'm not I'm not going to be good enough to win. There's like a dozen guys what? that played in the Briar. Curling, it's curling. Yes. What do you mean competitive and curling? I want to be able to even show win up. close That's games. That's how competitive you are. Against, well, I'm not even going to say it. Some good curlers there. Wild card. Uh, I'm the, not uh, going to smear the elderly like Pinder does. They do take it serious, though, hey? This is the league. Yeah. You know they talk about you. Which is part of the problem. 
the, the ticket series. Because oh, they'll no, get their no, schedule. They love it because that's fresh meat there. No, oh, no, yeah. they love those guys. They usually, oh, uh, <laughs> when they slaughter you 8 3, they're like, you're getting better. Don't make sure you don't be leaving the league. And they think, oh, they're being nice. No, no, they just want an you're easy mark a, next yeah. year and, on the and schedule. You know what? You're a, you, you are a BS bullcrap curler until you enter a bond spiel in a small town. So you can shove it that you I covered one in Fort St. John. Enter a bond spiel. Now, you can do your hoity-toity thing. Then. You need to go back to car stairs. I do. Get into yeah, a bond He's a real curling fan at his private club in downtown. <laughs> you got to pay gajillions a of a lot of heat for a recreational activity here. Yearly fees. Yeah. Lord forbid I go play darts once From a week. From the Glencoe. Uh, Curling out of the Glencoe Club, the Pinder for. <laughs> and listen, it's a, it's an it's a, it's a different choice of all the sport. Hey, me and my buddies were in a blank league. Yeah, I would go. I just for you, it would just seem to be well down. It'd be how about yeah, well darts? Like I just said, I'm gonna get run for playing darts if I go the same day every week. I mean. What, what, oh, what's okay? If it's hockey, I'm going to be Harvey Tryhard. Sorry. Go ahead, Curl. You're a loser. <laughs> you want to do the bad way best of the day? Fuck. Can't wait to see. Can't wait to see you. Team Botcher against Curl Kevin Cooey tonight. Let's see who's going to favorite in this one. Gets a shit. <laughs> Hey, Ben He Bear, you want to fill in? Oh, this? Ben's a good guy. Benny's doing well. He is. We're I know. Like, if you are good at it, you should try to get Ben. I've asked he Ben. He's a busy guy. Cars. They're on a heater right now. But, yeah, ben knows better. That's Ben knows. So do you have, like, shoes and everything? Or do you just put, like, the slider over? No, I've got one guy that does the slider. Everyone else yeah. has got the gear. Got Can't go halfway in here. Got to go all in. Yeah. All right. Look up the Briar standings here. Yeah, we'll do our Betway bets of the day. Bonton Mead Market. God. Greg was texting me yesterday. What's he doing? Wasn't Greg loving ten minutes ago. Wasn't loving the uh the lineup combos from last night. Who was no shit. Because you have Dylan Dubé, who's had a fine season, and then shoo, Fourth line. And Richie, second. Well, line. remember. Yeah, we got to get Rich in there. I mean, yeah. his brother was so impactful. Calgary tradition since 1921. Come visit at 28 Crowfoot Circle Northwest. Right now, I'm going to give you a temperature rep. In Calgary, mm. we're looking at roughly minus 12, minus 13 degrees. If you're going to Bonton today... Up at 28 Crowfoot Circle, minus 12, minus 13. What's the meal prep for tonight? Beef short ribs. On a mashed potato with a, like a red wine gravy kind of thing. Oh, thank you very much. I got to admit, I don't have, because beef ribs, pork ribs, baby back. I don't really have a short rib prep in my uh, arsenal do it yeah do it so what are the short do ribs it. is that so that's like in the like a, you know i'm not a butcher you have to ask greg uh, yeah greg shorter ribs, sure. i guess they're 
very beefy, very delicious. You can't cook them fast, nice and slow. You got to make a nice gravy over top, but not like a gravy gravy, something a little sauce tartness to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sauce. All right. Mm-hmm. Calgary tradition since 1921. You know, like you said, don't, don't ask God. Go up there. Hey, I want to do some short ribs. Oh, okay. Hey, you know, how would I, how, how would one make this? What would be some options? Oh, well, let me tell you. This would be a way to do it. This would be some spices. This would be a way to, uh, it's not just like you're rolling in there and you'll have to fend for yourself. Uh, I don't know what, what I need meat. They're pros. They'll show you how to do it. How's your janky Yankee beef going down I'm there? Terrible. I, I was just going to say, I will be returning to our fine city in a few weeks and I've already begun my list of what I'm going to need from Mr. Keller's Okay, don't place. spoil it because I want... This is a full segment. Yeah. yeah, don't go here now. Put it together, <laughs> put some thought in, and then we need the, the Rhett Bonton meat order when you get back to town. And you know what else is happening soon enough? Easter. Well, you, you can't just skim over St. Patrick's Day like that, can you? When's Easter? Yeah, but St. Patrick's Day is not a big family meal. Well, you're going to be out Food. drinking beer and acting like a putz. Remember last year? You were so wasted. Oh, my God. I was. Throw up. <laughs> On St. Patty's Day. Yeah. We can revisit the tape there, but uh, we'll leave that alone if you'd like. <laughs> that one started early, as I remember. Yeah. Someone was pretty jacked. That sure it did. His last day ever at the radio station. Yeah. yeah. Never working with you assholes again. Drink up. Here we are. Uh, Betway bets of the day. Betway bets of the day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. How Tonight, last night. A Dallas uh, minus one and a half. That, that works perfectly. I had the Rupe anytime goal. And yeah, I had Pavelski sure. for two points. He only got the one point. Rupe, I'll pay. Yeah. You're up money. That's good. 200, 240, something like that. Yeah. I think that you just, have, I mean, what does McDavid pay? Nothing. Score? Yeah, like nothing. minus 200 or something. Zero. Yeah, yeah. nothing. There's no value with McDavid. You have to, some of the pre-built bets in the Betway app, mm-hmm. it'll be a money line plus something, but you're going to have to, it's going to be some sort of a parlay. It's going to be McDavid. That said, he's a multi-point game is pretty I much. I was looking last night. Jesus. He has 22 points in his last eight games, 12 or goals. Yeah, 12 in his last eight. Eight games, 22. My nephew. My nephew loves the Oilers and he loves McDavid. So when my boys recognize that McDavid is in town to play the Sabres, they turned it on and they were like, is he doing house? Is he having a good year, dad? And I said, oh, why don't you look it up? Yeah. Oh, wow. he's doing pretty good, huh? He hit his uh, new career high in points. S- 65 games, 124 points. 150s within range, isn't it? If you can hang 22 in eight games, what's not in range? I think he's absolutely shooting for 150 plus. 100%. And the guys that are, when, when you're that good, you control it. It's like, what are you going to do? Stop me? No. Get out of the way. Two more last night. He scored two in six of his last eight games, I believe. And yeah. one where he didn't, he had like one in three. They should have got that clean guy, too. McDavid, uh, the Oilers? What is, the, and Frank brought it up, yeah, I and I was thinking it at the time, we didn't really get to it. What, uh. 
I thought Klingberg was a little higher, a little oh, more sought after. Awful year. But it's Anaheim. No, I know. Right? Like, do you not kind of give him a, almost a, a bit of a pass for an off year when you're with that team? I mean, his give a fuck might be zero, but Maybe. the results have been awful. There's a lot of players that pile up points on bad teams. He's not been one this year. I mean, shit. If you, like Chikorin, if tried you told, his ass off. Remember we were ball, talking about, about Luke Shen for a third. Like, eh. Yeah. Klingberg for a fourth or whatever it ended up being? Yeah. I'm, I'm listening now. Yeah, it's just you got to play him down the lineup, and a lot of coaches don't want a third-pair guy like that, right? You want to stay at home physical third-pair, not a run-a-power-play guy on your third. Yeah. Daryl, for sure. Uh, tonight, Retro, before we go, we'll do the things. Uh, Sabres Islanders. Ooh. Ooh. That's a big one in the big old one, Eastern buddy. Chase. Big one. I don't know that we've seen these standings on the show yet today, Alex, uh, but that is – I, I believe by yeah, points Alex. percentage, if it started today, it would be the Islanders in and Pittsburgh in. Stupid Pittsburgh, go away. Sabres fan over there. That'd be no fun. Likes you. Nobody likes Pittsburgh. Nobody likes Sid. Like Pittsburgh? Get out. There it is. Big we game. love Sid, but you Big game for the Sabres, Rhett. Take a look at that. Playoff. What about Berkey? They got three in hand. They're going to be good shape. When tonight you're in real good shape. How's Tuck? Still hurt? Yeah. Mm. Tage is mm. okay. It's yeah, Tage is good. I, you know what? I don't need to see the Islanders. I no. I, that's I'm gonna o- be. I'm okay go. with Pittsburgh. I, I'm with you. It'd be nice to see. So I just don't. I don't know. Is, is Ottawa really going to get there? And you know what? Fuck Florida. You really? can beat it. You can miss. They'd be fun, but I also don't mind them missing. Yeah, you can miss. Mm-hmm. Um. Boy, missed opportunity for Alex's sends there last night. Yeah, how do you lose that one? Oof. Five rep. Wait. Wait. Let's get the Islanders out and the Sabres in. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for that. I mean, I don't know if anybody, God forbid you play yeah, Boston. You get to play Boston. <laughs> Maybe a sweep. Maybe. You know what, though? That's nice for the Pagula family to get some money recouped. <laughs> That's where my thought goes to the billionaires. Yeah. Make sure they can get a, yeah. another $25 million. Hey, keep paying for the bills to play well. I'm in. A lot of talk about Stefan leaving. Ooh, Diggs? Maybe. Really? Stopped follow. He stopped following uh, the bills on Twitter and oh, stuff. Boy. It is not well, and he remember he stormed good. out of the locker room, and then they That's had the right. guy, hey, dude, come on. Yeah. Wow. Guy wants to win. He, he wants hates, the Bills to win. He realizes hates, they have to build an offense that can run the ball. He says, I got to get out of here and help these guys. He wants to play with his brother in Dallas. Is oh, that would talk. be good. Also a good player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Betway? We can do it? Or? Yeah, we'll do Betway bets right. of the day. Why not? Flames taking on the Minnesota Wild tonight. Now, I went uh, all-stars yesterday. Do what you do. Went all right. So the Betway app, there you go. Flames Wild, Kirill Kaprizov, a power play point, plus 130. Look at you. First goal score, just throwing it out there. Go for it. this bet. Kaprizov, I feel like that's big because I I think even an anytime goal isn't plus money. It's It's close to even, yeah. There's no value with him, so I'm going to have to, I'm going to go big game hunting, Ryan. First goal score of the night, Kaprizov, plus 600. Those are my two bets of the day. I'm uh, going to be copycat with one of those. I've got Kirill Kaprizov one plus power play point as well, paying plus 130. 
And I love what Jacob Pelche is doing. He's around it. That top line was cooking last night. Uh, yeah. Uh, the birthday boy. Plus 300 for the 22-year-old. Let's go. Betway Bets of the Day. Betway Bets of the Day. Get the app on your phone. Be responsible. Be 19. Play along. Have some fun with Betway. So tomorrow, when, oh, who's uh, afterburner tonight? Rhett and I. He's got a look on his face of... Yeah, I can't tell if he's frozen or if he's... Oh, uh, I think his eyes moved a little there. Yeah, no, they, I'm just zoned right out. Yeah. I'm good. So yeah, I got to do afterburner, whatever. I think there's I'm only one more it. for you after this, Rhett, to be honest. So, But he's coming up. back. Oh, that's right. He's going to be back Don't on... Don't tell him uh, that. He'll cancel his trip. On mountain time, so you'll be able to I fill in. I feel like I've done more than you guys anyway. You guys are always complaining that I don't do anything. I've done more than all <laughs> both of you. You've done 11. Dean's done 13. I've done 11. So, you know, there's a spreadsheet. We can keep track of all these things. Oh. It did feel yeah, like you've done Dean more. Dean doesn't though. do F all else. So. That's right. Yeah. Tomorrow on the show, uh, we will recap this hockey game from this evening. We got a couple days to get ready, and I mean, get ready yeah. for the Ducks, who are a king disaster. Yeah. Let's get a guest in one time. Let's get Pat for Beak. Do you know Pat? Let's bring him in. See how he likes this group. <laughs> hey, being a GM Pat. must be awesome. What see the if, hell do I have to deal with here? No, no. See if Tree wants to come on. Tree wants to come on. It, you know what it is? It's the time that we do this show because they're usually Skate. practicing or skating in advance of a game. Oh, so I in listen, the old days I when it, we were at the other place, it was way too early and inconvenient. I mean, now. It wasn't for him. I mean, that was a good time for him. They got an off day tomorrow if he's back in time. Yeah, he won't be. There's no I way. would be sheepish to talk to him, I would feel. Like would I've you? Taking cheap shots. But you're, you're not here. You're in. Uh, you're just on video. Be a tough guy. I know. But Digital tough guy. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those guys. Yeah, yeah you are. Tweet it out and Stop. talk about it. Bully on social. Mano a mano, I'm not. No, you know what? You yeah. have been. Making you fun of me for curling. Have been just firing out opinions. Rants. You know what? Have been paying attention and loving it. If. If. You, I, it would be fun if you thought you'd get answers. To ask the questions we have. Yeah. Right? We ask each other and we make points and you get the GM, GM on or a coach. They're not going to answer anyway. Right? That, but if you could, if he could come on and actually be honest, and I'm not saying he, he's not, he can't even do it. No. Even if he wanted to, he, he's, he can't answer the honest. Hey, Brad, how's your relationship with Daryl? How's that going to get answered? <laughs> you know what? It's been pretty rocky and right? there's been a lot so, of things we've butt heads at. No, you're not going to say that. Yeah, well, oh, it's been great, you know. We we leg wrestle for thirty minutes before every game to see who's going to get into the lineup. We can't stand one another. <laughs> but in fairness, is there are, are there any GMs that do that? What get along with their coaches? No, that that, that give you that speak honestly. No, they have to give you stock answers. Well, I just think there's certain issues here that are no fly here. zones, right? Like. You, if you asked prior GMs if, no, they, if they had the autonomy to trade Jerome McGinley, you'd get all kinds of wishy-washy. Oh, but there's certain things you can't do in certain jobs and certain same. employers. Yeah. Lou Lamorello is not going to give you a straight answer. Kevin Adams, you hear, I hear him talk here. It's not. 
It's not insider stuff. You know. No. It's in your best interest well, to say as little as possible. Job and, uh, yeah. Players, yeah. players will gained? say stuff once in a while. You'll get some honesty out of players. Let's get some very, media questions. Very, very rarely do you get someone in a GM spot. You know, when Berkey would come out as the GM or the president every once mm-hmm. in a while, but even that was kind of by design. He was yeah, looking was to deflect. Blustery nonsense. Take some, some pressure or attention yeah. off of somebody else. But, but I mean, you're right. Hey, Brian, did you run out of time with Mike Camillari? No, we can't trade guys for less than they're worth. People will try to rake us over the coals next year when we have a different GM and a different market. Well, just look at the Flyers. They felt the same way. Yeah, there you go. Van Riemsdyk. All right, buddies, that's it for for Barnburner today. Support the show. Support eh? uh, Support the clients, our customers, our clients, our friends, our partners. They're your partners, too. That's how this whole thing goes. I'm, I'm glad it's wrapping up because the idiots are home and it's about Already, to turn eh? into wow. a so what, shitstorm. Yeah, so what happens? So they, Adios. so they come in, school's done, then what happens? It's going to be a feeding frenzy. You can hear it. <laughs> like, it's just, it's wild animals at a trough, right? It's just, there's food and... Oh, they noticed I'm, yeah. yeah. They noticed I'm still working. So they're like, you know when you come upon some cattle out in the field and they kind of finally notice you. That's the look I'm getting right. Yeah. Just kind of that dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll let you go feed the cattle and we'll let everybody else get on with the rest of the day. Thanks for being a part of it. We're back. Well, now he's going to beak us. See you All right. Night. And uh, Oilers, you stink. And See ya, suck. buddies. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.